You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Rated PG-13. This is Sports Day. For Kia, the seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's most awarded large SUV ever. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. Welcome to Sports Day on this Thursday afternoon. Dan Menzel here with Paul Bonser. Bons, uh, welcome to the show. G'day, Mens. Good to be back here on a Thursday and we're edging closer to Christmas. Santa, just around the corner. It's exciting. It is exciting. Uh, that also means it's the Big Bash is back and yes. uh, a great night last night. Before we jump into that, though, if you want to join us on the show, give us a call on 1300 736 736 or text in on 0427 154 166 on the Weeks open line. Discover exceptional customer service. Weeks homes. Discover different. Now, in about half an hour's time, we're going to head to Kazali Stadium up in Cairns where we have game three of the Big Bash. But before we do that, coming up on the show tonight, we're going to talk some Soccer World Cup. We're going to speak with Top Grey for Greyhound Racing SA. And we're going to touch on the test match, which starts on Saturday against South Africa. But before we do, Bonds, let's jump into the hot topic. As always, thanks to Repco Authorised Service Centre. You can rely on your local Repco Authorised Service Centre for expert car service. Book online at repcoservice.com. And the hot topic has to be the strikers last night and their sensational start to the Big Bash season. It was a great start and they came up against the highly fancied and your tip for the Big Bash, the Sixers, and they made them look second rate. They certainly did. Now, I thought last night, Bonds, I thought I can't win here because <laughs> I picked the Strikers and the Sixers to make the fi- uh, their finals, and I actually think and still do that they will be the two teams that play in the final. So right. either way, I was going to be up against it last night with the game, and this is, uh, this is how the game finished uh, at Adelaide Oval last night. Last ball of the innings. Siddle in and is chipped over his head. Just past the ring, and they'll get another two to try and keep their run rate right. And the strikers take care of the championship favourites. The Sydney Sixers have won three of the last four championships. Seven for 133 they finish. They were chasing 185, and the strikers win by 51 runs here from Adelaide Oval. Yes, there you have it, Miles Fitzner there on the call with Chad Sayers. It was a, a great win. It was, they made 184 for six wickets in their 20 overs, the Strikers, and then they they kept the Sydney Sixers to seven for 133 off of those 20 overs. One by 51 runs. Uh, a couple of the better players, Bonds, for the Strikers at the top of the order. Matt Shaw, 84 from 53 deliveries. Yes, and he also became a, a quiz question because he was the first player in BBL history to survive a DRS <laughs> review. Huge. So he was out. He was given out LB for one, reviewed it. It was missing the stumps, and on he went to make 84. Incredible. There you go. So how good was it to see Chris Lynn as well in the strikers' colours? He made 41 off 34, just added something extra to our lineup as well. Yeah, batted three, and he looked fit. He looked really good and confident, uh, struck the ball well, just t- started off in, at his own pace, 
didn't smash the ball from ball one and uh, looked very positive for the strikers. He did. Adam Hose made 40 as good well too. and looked good. Uh, and then if we flip to the bowling side, uh, Rashid just, he does it every single year. He took three for 21 off four overs. Um, sensational. And how about this guy? We might play a little bit of audio of our man, Miles, getting fired up about this guy's game here. Thornton. That one. Bowled him again. That's a perfect Yorker. And right on cue. The radar is in. And a thorn in the side of the Sixers is Henry Thornton. He gets fourth up. Four for 20 for Henry Thornton. Uh, what a start. We we mentioned the bowling lineup uh, on Tuesday night and we touched on Wes Agar, Peter Siddle, the Gronholm, Rashid Khan. Boys, there's so many names there. We didn't mention Henry Thornton. He's taken four for 20 in the first match. And bowled with wheels. He was up around the 140, uh, over 140 a couple of times, but just looked quick. He was easily the quickest bowler on the night. And um, he, he's, yeah, just straight at the stumps, attacked the stumps. Uh, the stumps all night and was excellent. Excellent. He was excellent. And uh, it's going to be great to see him in action again tomorrow night. It's a quick backup. We take on the Sydney Thunder. So it's an early top of the table clash with the Thunder winning game one. And uh, that will be at Spotless Stadium from 7.45 tomorrow night. There's the Stars taking on the Hurricanes, the earlier game at 4.30. Yes. So a couple of games on tomorrow. And again, you can catch uh, every ball on SEN here and, uh, and we're going to head from here in about 25 minutes to the Kazali Stadium, uh, which is where we'll see the Renegades take on the heat. But let's move from there to the other version of cricket. Let's move from the white ball to the red ball. And let's talk about the upcoming test series against South Africa, which starts on Saturday at the Gabba, 10.50 a.m. it is here. Uh, we expect a pretty exciting series in comparison to what we've seen against the West Indies. Yeah, I think most people have forgotten about that West Indies series already and really looking forward to South Africa. And I think some of the players were too. They were just keen to look a a little bit forward, although that can be dangerous at times. They want to play South Africa and they want to beat South Africa. The the South African bowling lineup is their strength, so the batters are keen to do well against them. Absolutely. I love that you touched on that, Bonds, because I've got the names here, Robata, Norky, Ngidi, and Jansen. Uh, they are, in the last two years, they're the best bowling attack in the world statistically. Yeah. And you're also chucking Keisha Maharaj, who's their spinner as well. It's a pretty formidable bowling attack. And so, yes, Marnus is in great form. Steve Smith's making some runs, Travis Head. And David Warner is under a bit of pressure. This is going to be a bowling attack that's going to be tricky and really difficult to come up against. Especially on the Gabba, which is a nice bouncy track. And Norkia bowling 150 plus. Um, good luck. That's all I can say. It's, it's going to make for a great test series. Yes. The, the other point which people probably don't understand is that Australia is number one on the World Test Championship table at the moment. The point they probably aren't aware of is that South Africa is number two. So you sit here and think, well, England will be up there. India will be up there. We're up there. South Africa maybe comes in four, five, six. They're actually the second at the moment on the table. Yes. So they are going to be no pushover. Their batting lineup is their weakness. Uh, they have it's a little thin. Dean Elgar up the top. They've got Bavuma. But, yes, it does get a little bit thin after that. So that is probably where the advantage will be had for the Australians. But uh, I'm really looking forward to seeing the South, uh, to the South African bowling attack against our, our batsmen. It's going. That's that's what this competition is about. If South Africa can bowl Australia out cheaply, 
then they can then they can win the test matches or test series. So, uh, yeah, can't wait till Saturday. I'll be glued to the TV and uh, with the radio on and SEN cricket on the ra- on the radio and watching the vision. It'll be great. Saturday morning, can't wait. It will be great. And I want to now move, before we get into our first break, I want to move on to the AFL, Bonds. And there's been a little bit of chat around certain teams and captaincy. We touched on potentially the Crows and what's going to happen there a few weeks ago. But uh, Collingwood, Penelbury's decided to stand down. Uh, yes. The decision there, your thoughts on that, and potentially who might take over the captaincy for the Pies. Sounds weird, but there's... It, shows great leadership from him and the club to have that conversation with the coach and just say, okay, I think it's time we bring someone else in. Uh, he's probably happy just to play a couple of years out, not have the commitments of, of what a captain has, the extra commitment commitments. Um, names in the running, probably look at Taylor Adams, Darcy Moore, Jeremy Howe maybe. But Kane Corns mentioned Braden Maynard, and I reckon he would be a perfect captain for Collingwood. Yes, I agree with that. Braden Maynard is the type of player that you want to play with. You know he's going to do anything and everything for the team. Uh, and that's the way they played last year as well. So I think he would be a perfect leader. You've still got Pendles, as you talked about, there to lean on. And there's some senior guys there in, in Jeremy Howe, Taylor Adams, guys that are still side guys that have been around for a long time that don't have to have the title, but that will certainly help him along the way if that's the way they go. Now, the other team that's interesting is Essendon. We've got a little bit of audio from Brad Scott talking about Dyson Heppel and the potential captaincy. To be honest, we haven't even spoken much about it at this stage. Our focus and, and certainly the focus of the coaching group has to be to keep a really open mind about all aspects of our game, our team, from where players play in certain positions. And that extends to the leadership group too. So you know, what I will say, Dyson Heppel has um, made a fantastic start to pre-season. And you know, I've admired Dyson from afar for a long time, but, but seeing him up close, I can see why He's been such an important part of the Essendon fabric over a long period of time. So he'll have a key role to play for us next year. But in terms of finalising what that leadership structure looks like, I suspect it'll take us the first couple of months of next year before we get to that stage. So there you have it, Brad Scott talking about. And I guess being a little bit coy and not putting too much out there in terms of what they're going to do leadership-wise and decision there, it leaves the door open for Dyson, who I think probably should stay on for another season as a captain. I don't think they have as many emerging leaders coming through as the Pies do. And it probably reflects where they finished on the ladder last year as well. Uh, do you think they need the stability then with having Heppel as captain again for another season? Yeah, I do. I think that will – they've got a new coach come in that will allow him to implement the game style, implement, uh, I guess, the culture that he wants at the club. He's got Dyson there who's a very strong personality. Everyone who knows Dyson and there's been a bit of talk about this, he's a great human being and that's what you want leading your footy club. There's no one standing up or putting their hand up that's as obvious, like there might be a Collingwood, then I would expect him to stay on for another And Heppel already has the respect of the playing group. So Brad Scott can use Heppel as a tool to get the message across as well. Well, 100% correct. And so... I think that's what we will see with the Bombers. Interesting to see what happens with the Pies, with the Crows here as well. There's plenty happening in the AFL now that preseason is back. And 
Just a, a little update. The bat flip has been delayed by 15 minutes due to lightning around in Cairns. So we probably should expect that, Bonds, that in Cairns uh, in December, between the heat and the renegades, it's going to be delayed by 15 minutes. You wouldn't want to toss it in the air get hit by lightning. So it's good that they've just let it <laughs> let it go for a few minutes. It is. So we will we will uh, still cross uh, at 6.30 to the cricket and hopefully there won't be too much of a delay there. But... Uh, stick around. Uh, after the break, we're going to chat with Todd Gray from Greyhounds SA, which is brought to us by Toolkit Depot, your trade pro partner. Now your Christmas shopping list at Toolkit Depot with our huge range of top tool brown brands. Hang around. You're listening to Sports Day SA. You're listening to Sports Day for Kia. The seven-seat Kia Sorento, Kia's most awarded large SUV ever. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. Welcome back to Sports Day SA, brought to us by the seven-seat Kia Sorento large SUV. Daniel Menzel here with Paul Bonser. And Bonds, it's time to talk greyhounds here in South Australia. For expert greyhound racing tips, follow the Dogs SA on Twitter or Greyhound Racing SA on Facebook. Now, our next guest, Toddy Gray, we, uh, we're very interested to see what you're tipping for us tonight and if we can have any luck. Toddy, welcome to the show. Uh, always a pleasure, never a chore, lads. Yep, hopefully we can finish in the green. I've got two for you tonight. Both kind of place heavy. We want to go a little bit to win on both of them, but more the place. Okay, so who is the value bet you've got then? Uh, we're going to go race eight, number six, Scorching Sun. Uh, he's around about the 6 to $7 mark at the moment. And nice. i tell you what, what uh, he's, he's no champion, he's no superstar, but you'd love a kennel full of him. He had such a good bread and butter dog. And he has such versatility. He goes from any draw, so the boxes are never a worry. And he's won over 400, 500, 600. Um, and he can do it at both ends. He jumps okay. He musters all right. But his best weapons, his last 150 metres. He's a strong dog in the last section. And I reckon this race is just going to map out and just kind of work into a strong dog's kind of style. A few front runners here, which are going to need to lead. And um, they're not all going to be able to lead. So if he can get around that first turn with minimal argy-bargy, um, I cannot see him missing a podium, which is why we we want to go place heavy. But at, he's got to have something to win as well, because if he gets if he gets a clear run, he'll he'll win this race. And at that price, I'd be a bit pouty. Look, I'd have I'd have to give the couch a kick if I um only went place only. So a little bit the win, but more the place on race eight, number six, Scorching Sun. Sounds a bit like me, Toddy. Uh, no superstar, but just gets the job done. And what about your get out of jail bet? Well, hopefully it's not needed, but if, you have your, if you're a little bit in front, play with the profit, and if you are chasing, we'll hopefully get it back here. Race 12, number two, Maestro Luke. Um, look, there is no early speed in this race at all. Honestly, I reckon I could jump in the box and be in the first four around the first turn, lads. Um, there's no, not going to be a bunch of speed here, and he's one of those dogs. He normally comes out in the rear end of the field at the final four. I think he's going to be in the first four going around the first turn and have a not really know where he's he's going. It's going to be lovely only having a couple of bums in front of him rather than several. Um, the three dogs stays in the middle of the track which is going to help him early. The one dog's probably the slowest beginner of the field out of these so you shouldn't trouble him with any while at all. He should just be able to spread his, spread his wings and fly to that first turn, be in a good position early and his best section as well is his last. So um, look, he's look, you can't really go place heavy with him I guess because he's four bucks to win and around about a dollar sixty to place. Um, once again, I can't see him. I really cannot see him missing the podium. If you like him short, you can just back in place only if you want an absolute lock for mine. But um, 
Yeah, $4, I think he is. A, he's a very juicy price for mine. So there you go. A couple of really good tips there. Now, Toddy, just before we let you go really quickly, uh, I know that you haven't brought this one up tonight. Race five, uh, Mr. Ticker with Benny Rawlins is running, but Basil Brush Rose at 5.50. You haven't mentioned this one. I'm just wondering why. <laughs> oh, this is... I'll tell you, you I don't off. know if this dog... I don't know if I'm sending this dog a Christmas card or not. I reckon he might send me one. It'll just be a pen. The front will just be a picture of him winking. Um, yeah, look, he is—he is the best. He—I've said it all the time. Even even when I don't tip him, I still get—I still, still find the way. He's the best dog in the race. But is he gonna—is he gonna come out stone motherless? Is he gonna come out a week behind the rest of them? Is he gonna jump on turns? Um, if he jumps on turns. Gosh, he is the he is the best dog in this race. You, we've seen what he can do, but you can put an ant in front of him and he still kind of runs up its bum somehow. But gosh, one day he's going to get a clear run, and he's going to run a, a, a brilliant time. Look, yep, again, he's around about the five top for six dollar mark. With a clear run, he wins. With half a clear run, he runs in the top three. And even with a bad run, he'll still somehow do something which he'll, he'll never get on my... I want to put him on my never again list, lads, but I cannot bring myself to do it. Um, <laughs> but no, he's a big, he, he is a big chance tonight, but you just you know what you're going to get with him. He'll, be, he'll come out the boxes slow, but if he gets through to Ruck, gosh, he's got get on me next start written all over him. But I haven't fallen for him tonight, so that normally means he's immoral. There you go. That's the race at 7.55. That's the race <laughs> to tune into tonight for mine. Toddy Gray, thanks for joining us again, as always. No worries, legends. Thanking you. Yeah, Toddy. Thank you, Toddy. Brought to us by Tire Power's Summer Scorcher Sale on now with 25% off on selected Toyo passenger and SUV tyres. Now, Vons, before we get to the cricket, let's just touch on the Soccer World Cup briefly. France, too good last night. A little bit like Argentina the night before. Yes. Clinical both sides and the two best teams in the tournament in the final. Didn't we tip, tip this four weeks ago? You and I, we did say something very similar to this. Yeah. Yes. So I, look, I, I think, I think it's the final people wanted to see, and uh, like we discussed the other on Tuesday night, I, yeah, just can't wait. Monday at one thirty. One thirty in the morning. So the third place playoff is Sunday at one thirty. I don't really know why there's a third place playoff in a World Cup. There's no bronze medal. Makes no sense. Makes no sense whatsoever. Um, but money. Maybe it's money. Yes, and the lights have just gone out in the studio, but we're still on air. We hope we're still going. So hopefully you're still listening. Um, But yeah, it's clearly got to do with money. That's exactly the reason why it is even money. The betting odds, speaking of which, between Argentina and France, so it is a line ball game. Who are you picking? France. France, yeah. Oh, I'd, I want Argentina to win, but I'm going to go France as well. You're wearing a France top tonight. I'm wearing France, so I guess I'm on France. So come on, the French. Uh, now. Uh, let's move from that. And uh, at the same time, the NFL is on as well. So I'll be staying up to watch the Soccer World Cup and the NFL on Monday morning here in Adelaide. And if you want to do that, stream every NFL game this season live on NFL Game Pass. Visit nflgamepass.com. Now, before we go, we've got a, just over a minute to go. I just want to move really quickly and give you the floor here on the new MVP trophy in the NBA bonds. It is named after the one and only Michael Jordan. If you have not seen it, get on social media, Google it. It is magnificent looking trophy. But the way they put this together, men's, it is 23.6 inches high, the 23 for his number, the six for the number of titles he won. There's a 15-degree angle on the base for his 15-year career. There's a five, It's a five-sided base for his five MVPs. There's a six-sided nameplate on the front for his six championships. And there's a 23-face crystal ball in a nod to the great number 23. It is an amazing-looking trophy, but to go into that detail, 
unbelievable. And whoever thought of that, well done. That is credit exactly that. Credit to whoever came up with that. that is incredible. It's great to see. And I love that it's named the Michael Jordan Trophy players. Want to win the MVP, but they certainly want to win that because it's named after the greatest of all time. Correct. Now, we uh, before we head to the cricket between the Heat and the Renegades, uh, we've tipped really well the first two nights. We picked, I picked the Thunder, you picked the Strikers last night. Yes. Who wins tonight between the Heat and the Renegades? The Gades. I agree. I think the Gades will finish mate runs. Yes. I think he will, and I think it should be a bowler for any friendly pitch up there from what I've seen. So Kane Richardson for mine could almost be the man of the match. He'll take a few wickets. I like that too. Go, Richo. And it'll be great to see him sending a few down. So stick around. Uh, you're going to be joining uh, Pickers and John Donahoe for the call here on SEN. You'll catch every single ball. So make sure you stay tuning in to see the Brisbane Heat take on the Melbourne Renegades. That's all we've got time for here tonight on Sports Day SA. Bye, everyone. You're listening to Sports Day for Kia. The seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's most awarded large SUV ever. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer.